It's likely you've heard something along the lines of, you are getting emotional, or let's not bring emotions into this. And it's likely that when you heard that, it was said in the context of a conversation about something very, very serious. Something serious enough that were we to get emotional or bring emotions into it, we would complicate matters and muddy things up. That's been my training, culturally and institutionally as well. That the more real and consequential the thing is that we're talking about, the more important it is that we distance ourselves from whatever feelings we might have and rely on the numbers. Don't get caught up in sentiment. Look for the bottom line, or at least the dominant trends. Now, I don't have the space or the time here, nor, <laughs> if I'm honest, the expertise, to dissect what is meant by feelings in a lot of these moments. What I am comfortable saying is that it's a pretty bold move at any point to look at a list of vital human traits like intuition, memory, or triggered emotional responses or trauma and entirely throw them out because they make the math feel funny about being cold and, well, unfeeling. Is it enough to feel something or to have feelings about something? I suppose nowadays, before I attempted a straight answer to that question, I'd get a little Jesus-y about it and turn the question on its head. Is it enough to know the numbers? Because no, it's not enough. It's not enough to separate any one aspect of human life or the experience thereof from all the other aspects of human life and the experience thereof, and then prioritize that one element as more vital or more primary and making all other experiences and moments subject to that one. Do the numbers matter? Yes, but only insofar as those numbers represent patterns of very real, often highly individualized human experiences. And <laughs> look out, feelings in those experiences. Does the way I feel matter? <laughs> Thank God, yes. And when I look at the numbers, if I find myself alone in the way I feel about something, I get to ask some really good, really hard questions about how I see and experience my own life. It's hard to be whole. It's hard to be whole as an individual and even more so as a collective of people. In part, it's hard because being whole doesn't always come with being at peace within myself or with those I'm living with. So if we're talking about sexual violence, yes, the numbers matter, but they aren't as weighty as the life's worth of trauma the woman you're talking with is carrying because she was one of the one in four. And if we're talking about climate change, yes, I get that you need to drive or fly for work. So do I. And that your kids might go to different schools in different parts of town and they have sports. But when we look at the statistical realities the scientific community has offered us, it's probably worth considering what patterns we might help set by our personal, individual changes and sacrifices. It is hard to be whole because becoming whole is a process. And it's a process that doesn't resolve, so feelings change. And the numbers keep growing because sometimes the feelings are facts. And sometimes the facts don't feel right and therefore they aren't right. Because being human always means knowing or assuming or believing or, dare I say it, feeling. 
that there is more to who I am individually and more to who we are collectively than the particular metrics can measure, whether those metrics are feelings or facts, whether it is math or connection or memory or sentiment. There is always more. 